Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI Podcast. Today, we're talking about proper discipline and routine. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Price.com. Guys, Price is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Price provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail. Price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. Head on over to Priced.com forward slash casual Fridays, R-E-I, to start your seven-day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P-R-Y-C-D.com forward slash casual Fridays, R-E-I. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Man, I should be in Oaxaca, Mexico as this gets dropped out onto Podcast World if this tropical storm, I think it's Carl, no relation to our Carl in Houston, um, doesn't make landfall and delay our flight. Yeah, it's either going to be in sunny, nice Mexico or in a crazy storm. <laughs> Which I always wondered, though, when they say that stuff, because we're not there we're so far away, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, there's a tropical storm in Oaxaca. It's 100 miles offshore. Yeah. It never really affects anything. Uh, you would think, but I think it does. Like, I, I talked to my buddy who's getting married, so I'm going for a wedding. It's number three wedding. Um, I've been to all the other two. His third. It is his third. <laughs> I, I, I believe it's his third. I know he was engaged once to a girl. We met at a rave. She went to a show with us in D.C. on our first anniversary. I know they moved in together. I believe they got married, but I, I, I don't know for sure. I was there when he I actually introduced the two of them because we were at a show. I walked up and said, man, I know that girl from somewhere. I thought it was uh, um, somebody else, and I walked up, and as I got about a foot away from her, I go, oh, it's not her. Turned around, and he went up and started talking to her. They got together, went on. Went to a second wedding. Um, they ended up together. One thing I remember about their wedding, we left their wedding, and there was a strip club by the wedding, and I was joking with Jessica. I said, hey, we should go there because they had SpaghettiO stripper wrestling. Ugh. Something about that sounded like I needed to be there to watch it. We did not go. We drove back instead because it was way in small town Oklahoma. <coughs> I got a cough all of a sudden. Um, but then, uh, I know. Uh, the uh, And then so now this one in Oaxaca, he said, you have to make it. So we're trying to make it, but it's the storm is making all of us nervous right now. Well, third time's a charm. Yeah, we and, hope so. And I do say <laughs> rain on your wedding is good luck. So tropical thorns should be like storms should be extra. It should be luck. extra good luck. Yeah. You should not. They should see the happily ever after. Um, so, yeah, you talked about uh, discipline and routine is where we're going with this one today. I think that is a, a important topic. Important topic. <laughs> it's very important. <coughs> we're both it? coughing. I know, right. He was talking about how my mind works, though. So today I'm at the gas station. I'm pumping gas in my truck. And this guy rolls up in a 5 Series BMW, gets out, he's wearing a nice blue suit, got nice leather shoes on. I'm like, man, that's a good-looking guy in a good-looking suit with a good-looking car. Wow, that's what I used to think success looked like. And I'm looking at and I'm being kind of creepy because I'm just sitting here staring, and I'm looking, and I'm like, man, like that would have been, if you would have asked 22-year-old Justin what does success look like, that would have been success to me. As I'm wearing my gym shorts, gym shirt, next to my truck, filling it up, about to go, get uh get my workout on and then take my time to go i had to go to Northside to pick up a gift for a friend and then come back to the office to come back to work so i was like huh 
Oh, how things change. Yeah. I've seen that. Something I, There's a meme that I've seen a lot lately. It's basically centered around what you just said. I think it even says BMW. It's like, yeah, uh, M-Series BMW is not a flex if you have to drive it to a job you hate. Yeah, that's and that's true. And so, you know, and, that, and it, this, again, my mind works weird way. So I see that. Um, I see a post from a, a, a listener that, you know, we met at the live event, and it's talking about, um, you know, the blank canvas that is being an entrepreneur. And when you think about that, if you tell somebody, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, they go, great, what are you going to do? And you go, anything I want, really, because you can literally do anything you want. That's a blessing and a curse, though, because you have the ability to do whatever it is. But we are so focused on what is the next step and knowing what those little individual, individual steps are, the plans, the routines and what they are, what those are. So when you go in this guy's case, transitioning from the military to the entrepreneurial journey and sitting there going, wow, I can literally do anything I want. Holy crap. I can literally do anything I want. It's, it, it makes to a uh, makes for a tough time and 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 trying to decide what those steps are. Yeah. Hence, we come to discipline and routine. What does that look like? What is your standard operating practices for the day? Do you actually live up to it, and or or are you just kind of here, just kind of floating along? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think giving too many decisions can lead to like nothingness. Yeah, that's why I always assume restaurants that give like one or two options are always killing it. You know, like Joe T's. Yeah, that's get, a, I've never thought of it. That a, yeah, I've never thought of it that way. That's that's a hell of a point. I get that now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, they don't have a menu. You get enchiladas or fajitas, and it's on three acres, and there's typically a line with about two hundred people out. There. You're one hundred percent correct. I, I never would have put those two things together, but they have a full lunch menu. So I've been there for lunch, and they have, it's Mexican dinner or fajitas for dinner. You get one or the other. You get the Mexican dinner, you get enchiladas, a taco, and some nachos, or you get fajitas. And they're both amazing. They're both well. I say they're good enough. They're good enough for the atmosphere. And for the longest time, I didn't know they had a full bar because I thought it was just you got soft drinks or you got margaritas. margaritas yeah. So you know, it's it is, and I think that for so many people that are making these transitions, and especially with the market the way it's kind of stalled and it's starting to go back to pre-COVID times of just being the heyday of everybody wanting to buy land everywhere. You have to get dialed in on what your routine is. And even though we say, hey, in general speaking, like, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to do this big. I can do whatever I want. But you say, okay, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to be a land investor. And that niche, you still have so many things to choose from and what you can do. And so how do you dial that in and get your daily daily routine to to be giving you the result that you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, discipline as an entrepreneur. I often think this too, like people who – Dis, uh, discipline and consistency and the ones who show up and do it like kind of the stuff we're talking about are the ones that separate people who are successful but not just successful but like long term mm-hmm. uh as an entrepreneur so i had to prod you to get up to get in this this 408th episode done today <laughs> well 408 that says enough right there i mean that's, that's <laughs> discipline and consistency and everything right yeah i mean we've said this i don't know countless times but a podcast uh generally lasts about 16 episodes yeah here we are, four hundred and eight, almost four years later. Four years later, uh-huh. and what we've gotten from all of that mm-hmm. is exponential. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. And I, I think that's a that's we refine our skill set to to capitalize on this this piece of the business. And it's not our full business; it's just a part of it. And I think that I like hearing myself talk. And I think you just let me pull you up to the microphone and say, "Get up here, Adam. Listen to your listen. Let me listen to you talk again." And it's. Uh, so I, I, w- I want to break down because so many people talk about like 
millionaire habits and millionaire mindsets and the miracle morning. And I, I don't know that I believe that, but I, I do believe that having a set routine during the, the day that is that you can be disciplined in it. Even when you don't want to go, you can still get through it. Like what, what does that look like for you in a day? And what does that, and I know for me that I found um, early on, it's, it's shifted now, but early on it was, you know, I always start the day with some type of reading of some sort. And then I go to the gym and that's without fail. And I don't want to train. Like there's days where I don't want to train. I just get there though. And I can go through a lighter work. I have two different workouts. I have the normal workout I'm supposed to do. That's kind of tough. Then I have the lighter day workout that's like, Hey, you know, I'm tired today. I get stressed. I got things to do, but I'm going to get here and I'm going to spend 45 minutes doing that. And then I come to the office and I have a to-do list that I, I work off of. And before we go to lunch, I've knocked usually knocked three or four things off just to get those four little wins in. And then after lunch, I usually have one thing that I need to do. Like, I'm like, I know I need to do this, so I'm going to do that without fail and, and work through that. Yeah, I'm big on lists, too. I, I love, like, lists. I can't really get anything done without a list. But um, also big on getting out of the house to do something. Okay. Because if you have that, A, you're, well, first, maybe you're, like, kind of scared. You know, or not scared, but you're just kind of like, what am I going to do? I've got so many options. Yeah. If I'm sitting at home. I'm like, well, I could be working, but I could also be Yellowstone. Watch, yeah, watching TV. It could be whatever. Like having this office um, helps get out of the house, get into the my right right mindset, so I can get here and I can put a list together, think of everything I need to do, and then yeah. start working on it. Yeah, I, I, I. So now I'm I'm going back to thinking like you know, so somebody that I would assume I've never been in the military, so I can't even speak to it, but I would assume that there's a standard operating practice they have for the day. So if I'm coming back from that mindset and saying, okay, hey, what? What do I need to do first thing in the morning? What's my first thing that I get up and do and knock that out? Whether it's, hey, I'm going to be the guy that takes the kids to school. Because there was a year that I took the kids to school every morning. Uh, then from there, it was straight to the gym. You know, I, I even have it down to a point where I drink my pre-workout at. You would think that I'd make it at home and drink it on my way to the gym. No, I have to go to the stoplight. That's the first stoplight closest to the gym. That way, I'm not. it doesn't kick in too quick and I'm sitting on my phone going 90 to nothing doing something. It's kicking in as I walk up the stairs into the gym and then I'm let's go yeah i'm not drinking workout anywhere except the house really <laughs> you wait you wait you you can't make it to the gym in time no that caffeine is too strong okay yeah okay so i mean that's and so that's i think i think it's funny that we both noticed that point but again it's getting to those micro details of your day and breaking it down that you know that hey even if i've been the shit's been kicked out of me i know that next step it's eight it's 7.55 or 7.45 to 8 o'clock. That's when I'm driving to the gym. I hit that stoplight, and I'm drinking that pre-workout. I don't care. It's on autopilot. I don't have to think about it, but it's done, and it moves me on to the next thing. And that, to me, is that's what that discipline piece is to me, is that even though the shit's been kicked out of me, I know that without fail, I can do that. It's kind of like a woman in their nightly skincare routine. Without fail, drunk, <laughs> sick, whatever, they could have just thrown up 10 times. They are going to put that toner on, that under eye cream on that bird's nest crow feet juice on whatever seven or eight products they put on their face they're going to put it on it doesn't matter because that is discipline to the cause yeah it's funny you said that because i always think about it too it doesn't matter what kind of night we've had yeah sarah will wash her face yeah like she <laughs> like jessica washes it three times puts like six or seven creams on it she's probably gonna kill me for saying this but that is discipline to the end result so now like take that and you say okay hey I am going to be the best land investor. And if it involved, you know, step one, drink pre-workout of stoplight. Step two, make to-do list. It's first thing I sit in the office and what's that to-do list from the day before, add my new topics in there. And I'm going to knock off the first three things off of it, no matter what. Without fail, no shit deal. Those three things got done. 
then you get one more after. So you got four things you're going to do today. Or if it's six, if you got to that point of doing it every day, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You're going to continue to move. Now, what so many people get into is they, they say they're doing it, but they don't really do it. And they don't hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Yeah, I had a call with a guy today when he's talking about that stuff. He's like, oh, I, I'm you know, trying to make this thing work, but uh, I've got the list and I've done all this, but I haven't called anybody. And you know, yeah. I, need to, I need someone to hold me accountable. <laughs> I was like, well... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can't, I can't hold somebody accountable. Yeah, yeah because yeah. at the end of the day, it's you looking yourself in the mirror. Should I even for me to get you to hold you accountable? I can't hold you accountable, and that's and I don't mean that in a bad way or a negative way. I, I will never be able to tell Adam, hey, you got to do this, this, and this, because in the, the day you don't work for me, nor do I. You won't ever say, hey, Justin, you got this, this, and this to do, because it's got to inherently come from me. It's got to inherit. It's it's got to be something that's so self ingrained in yourself that you want it bad enough. Either you want it or you don't. And if you don't want it, you're not going to do it. Whether it's me pestering or you pestering me, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and, and, it, and I'm using us as an example. It could be, you know, your wife, your wife telling you, Hey, I need you to trim the bushes. And you're like, I don't want to trim the fucking bushes. I'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. And you'll do it when you're ready. But again, you're going to do it when you're ready to do it. Not because some external force is telling you to. And if you can't grasp that and be that at your own internal just mind, I don't even know the word to use, the, the person that reminds you to, your own reminder that, hey, get off your ass and do it, then you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at some point it's going to get really hard. Yeah. And if you don't already have that built up that where you're doing certain stuff every day, you're getting small wins every single day when those times get tough or hard or whatever, or even too easy. Yeah. Then um, you're going to just eventually, you, you know, you're not going to, it's not going to be there for you. Yeah. You get that five taco plate and just sit back and just eating tacos. What, what they say? Pigs get slaughtered and hog, or hogs get fat. Pigs get right? fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I still don't know what that means, but it <laughs> it's definitely a Trevor Program family saying. Yeah, no, that, I think it means that you know when you keep a pig and it's kept, it gets gets a little food and the hog gets killed, so they they kill it. But um, it's a uh, yeah, it's but it, there's some there's some rhyme and reason to that, and you know whether it's comfort or lack of just understanding what you need to do to get that small wind to keep moving forward. You know, that's the, that's the key to it. And that's, you know, I, I'm glad I got to see that post. I think it was yesterday or day before that that was there because one thing that came to mind when they talk about the blank, the blank canvas of this entrepreneurial journey is really it's, you can do whatever you want. So somebody calls Adam and says, Hey, I want to, I want to get in land investing. And they go, I think I want to specialize in this. Great. You can do that, but you can also do this. Or you could do this. And now we're sitting there going, oh, shit, there's so much we could possibly do. Where do I start? What is that first step? What is that first little win to keep moving me in the direction of the goal I want to go towards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you weren't, like, really asking the question, but it's like, get started. <laughs> Just get started. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even saying, like, get started. I, I don't want people to take that as a get started in your land investing journey. It's like get started doing what you know you need to do. Yeah. Just get started Doing something. Doing something in that direction that you want to go. As you, yeah, because you get up and start working and doing something, you'll eventually find your way that that you want to be going. Yeah. You'll find your path. Yeah. I I truly agree that that I think that we all have those things we just naturally call for. And we noticed this in the subdivide class where some of the guys were so set on doing certain things in certain states, but their tool set that they had built over the last two years or three years took them always back to this one state or this one area and it's 
when they did that, they started seeing some success. You know, we had one guy that was dead set on Texas, and Arkansas kept poking its head up. He ended up getting a subdivide there, bought a $2 million place, mm -hmm. and he subdivided about, he sold out about 70 or 80% of it. Yeah. And it's just like, man, why did I fight it? And it's because he kept doing the steps, but his toolbox was telling you, hey, this is where you're good for. This mm -hmm. is where it's at. You got this, man. Yeah. He's on the second one in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and that's that's one of those things. Like, we want to fight it because we want to believe, but we don't, we're not letting the universe guide us because we're not being disciplined and taking those same steps. Because when you do that, and I, and I know this from continuous improvement and, and being a process background, is that you do everything naturally the same way, and when you see variability or something that pops out of that normal path or that normal way, it's, it, it really uh, it's exponentially noticeable. You can notice so much more of it, and so you, uh, you, you can change it a little bit quicker. Anything else? <laughs> no. You, sound, you look like you're just like, okay, yeah, fuck it. I'm done. No, I didn't know. I mean, you, you said it all. <laughs> okay. I, I thought we had a really good ending spot, spot like two minutes ago, but then I said something. Uh -huh. And then that, of course, led you to say something. Uh-huh. So now. Okay. Yeah, I'm good, man. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm I'll relax. Hit, hit me no, with something else. No, I'm good. Let's <laughs> have a good night. Enjoy your weekend, guys. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, like you said, uh, that I mean, it's a good topic. Right, because especially when we go into this market we're going into, you got to be more disciplined than ever. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset we're probably going to see forty to fifty percent washout, and I'm and I'm saying that not because I don't think our listeners are um, coherent or they're not smart enough to keep going through this. I'm saying that because we get focusing on the wrong things and we're not simplifying our businesses and being strategic in what we're doing. We're not being disciplined. We've gotten. Uh, we've gotten lax and we get we get lax in a market the the old the saying that we talked about a second ago we, we've gotten lax in that and I, I hate to hit people with bad news and be the downer the Debbie downer um, but you know that I've talked to guys that took gambles on properties that they they said you know I should I, I looking back I should have had more due diligence I should have known that it was this or I should have known it was this I just didn't check it I just thought hey I'd get it on there and I would just lower the price a little bit or whatever that may be that's a lack of discipline in your buying process. You know, hey, Justin, why do you always say, hey, it's got to have legal access that I can get onto the property with? There's a, there's a piece there. Because I've been burned on deals that I couldn't get on the property. It had access, but I couldn't legally get on the property because the government wouldn't allow a driveway or, you know, there was an easement that was given up or whatever that may be. So that's, you know, it's, I think that we're going to see that. And I think that it's a, you know, it's part of that prediction that needs to happen and, and refocus your business and have a real conversation with yourself. If you can't get up and go to the gym on time every day, what makes me think you're going to follow this, the, your acquisition requirements to say, Hey, I need this, 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 and this. Or are you going to gamble on it? It's yeah. all the same. Well, you don't want that. Nope. All right. Well, that's it then guys. I think we 20 ish minutes in, if you haven't got the point, you need to be disciplined. Then re-listen to it. <laughs> Listen to it again. Yeah. So uh, anyway, as always, uh, oh, and this should be on your discipline too. As always, go into Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, whatever. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review, and subscribe. So appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.